Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba, and A1 Radio Bolgatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook Live Stream, and my Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes, and water tank, where Duraplast goes, water flows. Also brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Coming up, NPP flag bearer aspirant Dr. Wusofie Akoto alleges a grant scheme by government denying payments to contractors perceived to be supporting others rather than the establishment's candidate in the party's congress. Those contractors who are not seen to be for this candidate, they are not paid. They are, they are when they completed their jobs, they are being punished for just for supporting that, somebody yeah, else. Exactly, it's even worse than between NDC and MP. He's also alleging intimidation against some party executives, but ahead of the Super Delegates Congress, he says all the aspirants have committed to a pact. Everybody will be searched to make sure they don't take any electronic thing into the boot. Any item which will enable you to take a picture. And physically, it will be done. The IGP has assured us. There's more on your election headquarters. Also, opposition NDC demands the abolishment of 10% tax on bet winnings as it threatens to picket the finance ministry and occupy other government offices across the country if government fails to comply. Details as the GRE justifies the introduction of the tax. But this, this I think, is a, a good tax because it's, it's actually coming to replace an existing VAT that was already originally charged on the stake by the players. Also, two policemen in New Ibirim in the eastern region accused of killing a 17-year-old Washington Bay attendant after allegedly assaulting him. We'll hear from family members who insist they will not rest until justice is served in sports. Board Chairman of Accra Hatufu confirms plans to build a 25,000 capacity stadium. And growing opposition to a possible deployment of Ghana's military to restore constitutional rule in Niger as the Christian Council becomes the latest group to kick against the idea. Christians or followers of Christ generally are pacifists. We will do everything to be non-violent. So uh, going to any kind of war should be the very, very last resort. Mars, the group urges dialogue. We have details also as the minority in parliament insists a military intervention in Niger is unwarranted, advocating for a diplomatic resolution. There's details of these and more here on the Midday News. Thanks for choosing us. Joy News, independent, fearless and credible.
It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm Bernice Abubeidu Lansa. The details now. Flag bearer aspirant in the new Patriotic Party presidential race, Dr. Owusu Efriakoto, is alleging a grant scheme by government that is denying payment to contractors perceived to be supporting others rather than the establishment's candidate. The NPP will hold its superdelegates congress on August 26 to trim the number of aspirants from 10 to 5 for the main congress in November. Dr. Efriakoto is also taking uh, the, on the leadership of the party, he's accusing them of failing to crack the whip on leading members who've endorsed other aspirants ahead of the polls. He spoke exclusively to my colleague Elton Broby. It really tells you that there's no discipline in the party. What is going on is a classic example where people are uh, uh, publicly campaigning High party officials are campaigning for one candidate mm. against the instructions, the regulations of the party, and they know that nobody will say boo to them. You can't. Any institution cannot live without discipline. You think people should endorse aspirants ahead of the elections? No, but I mean, that is, that is wrong. It's not in our, our constitution. Mm-hmm. Somebody sitting somewhere can, can say I'm endorsed, but not a chairman of a party. And it's become free for all. And they know that nothing will happen to them. And yet, the people who have been chosen to, to manage this party have the authority to actually punish people for going against the rules and regulations. And they are not cracking the whip. And so everybody is doing whatever they want. And why is it so? This is a very dangerous path. All those people making public pronouncements, mm. they happen to be high government officials. Right. Cabinet ministers, exactly. ministers, party yes. chairmen. So, so what happens if are, that candidate does not win? Because what they are doing is really egging, egging the, the rest of the contestants and the, and, the, and the country. And people feel very strongly that it is a misconduct for mm. them to go the way they are going. And there's some kind of uh, uh, force being used, you know, intimidation. I mean, I receive complaints on my tri- tri- trips. Those contractors who are not seen to be for this candidate, they are not paid. They are, uh, when they've completed their jobs and they've taken huge sums of money from the banks and the interest rates are what, 35, 50, uh, 40%. And, you know, they're they are being punished for just for saying supporting that, somebody yeah, else. Exactly. You know, so... It, so, it, so if you, there's an executive whip? Well, I don't know about executive whip. I don't know what an executive whip is. But if somebody has done a job, a contract with the government, and they are not paid, why others who declare for the particular candidates are paid? Who is this, who is this candidate? These are people in the party who have benefited, and the government who have benefited from the, the sweat of the party, because the party which wins as power in 2016 for us to form a government in 2017. Mm. So but this, this would be worrying, especially if this is a family affair and then you have this intimidation and all those issues and and you know it's it's even worse than between ndc and mpp have you alerted the the, the leadership of the party oh yes they are aware aware. i mean some of these chairmen are without any reason they are suspending other constituency chairman regional chairman suspending constituency chairman because they don't support their candidate and all of that it comes to their attention petitions are flowing into uh, headquarters and all of that. So, is there an attempt to address it? Well, I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I'm- 
Well, you had uh, an aspirant in the NPP flag bearership race. Uh, the NPP this week released their revised guidelines for the Superdelegates Congress. Among others, the party has barred ministers, MPs and government appointees from acting as polling agents during the Congress. Dr. Fria Koto again. This time he says no one will be allowed to carry any electronic device to the booth during voting. We proposed the Electoral Commission accepted. The, uh, the IGP has accepted. There's one uh, introduction that you've, you failed to, to, to give. That is, everybody will be searched to make sure they don't take any electronic thing into the boot. Okay. So they will uh, do what they, uh, they use, uh, the laser scanners, okay. scanners mm. like you're going to go onto an aircraft mm. at the airport, the way they scan you. The same thing is going to happen to each of the 916 to make sure that you are not carrying any item which will enable you to take a picture. And physically, it will be done. Mm. The IGP has assured us that his top policemen will be distributed across the country. They will be in charge at each of the booths. He has assured us that. So that local uh, connections between uh, local party people and uh, local police and so on will, will, not. Not, will not work. Mm. So what we couldn't achieve by saying that we should all come to one place and vote so that everybody will see it. We have achieved through these new measures that we are taking mm. and that is reassuring the party across the, uh, the, the country. And you are confident that this, this is on the paper in terms of implementation, you have absolute faith in the but we have agents uh, yes to, to implement everything yeah, yeah. according to what is on the ground we have two agents at mm -hmm. each polling station so if you want to break it the police are there the electoral commission return officer is sitting there so you come and, and break it and say you are taking your phone into uh, regardless of your taking your phone into the boot you see what will happen NPP presidential aspirant Dr. Wusefia the the full interview with Elton Brobe will be shown on the AM show on Joe News tomorrow to make a date. More politics now, but let's head to the camp of the NDC. The opposition party is demanding the abolishment of a 10% withholding tax on bet wins. They describe it as burdensome and insensitive. On Monday, government started the implementation of the income tax amendment bill passed into law by parliament in March this year, but in a statement signed by by the National Youth Organizer of the NDC, Giorgio Pariado, the party will lead a protest, picket the finance ministry and other government offices nationwide if this demand is not complied with. We've been joined on the line by Osman Ayariga. He's Deputy National Youth Organizer of the NDC. Good afternoon to you, sir. Please just hold on for me for a minute. Uh, my colleague, Kweku Asante, has a copy of your statement first. We'll get details of that, then we speak. Kweku, what are the details? The party says that in the face of the unjust 10% taxation on Betwins, we, the young people of Ghana and the NDC youth, declare a resolute series of actions to resist this burdensome and insensitive policy. Among other things, they say they intend to picket the finance ministry and occupy government offices across the country and start and scale up a nationwide conventional lawful agitation as a measure of the resistance. Kweku Asante there with details of the party statement. Thank you for holding on, Mr. Ayariga. Now, government says this will bring in significant revenue. We all appreciate the times we're in. Why are you opposed to this? Um, good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your cherished listeners. First and foremost, we need to appreciate the fact that government finds itself in this current as a 
result of its own mismanagement and its reckless spending, of which we have continuously warned government and warned government before and will continue to warn government to stop this unnecessary spending, stealing and corruption. Now, if you check just within the last four years, the kind of taxes that have been introduced or the kind of taxes that have been implemented to the already poor Ghanaian, you realize that it is just chewing and it's going to further impoverish the ordinary Ghanaian. But Mr. Yariga, Mr. Yariga, please just permit me. Jobs, mm. We as young people who expect jobs from this government, that is what we expect. If the government gives us jobs, then they can tax us from our salaries. Until that is done, we'll continue to oppose any tax winning of the beds and because it is going to further impoverish the already poor unemployed youth of this country if i get you right mr yariga your issue is not with the tax per se but because you're not drawing a link between your current status as young people and what the the, the previous taxes are being used for you are opposing this right is that we is are that not we are we are against this tax we are against a tax that would impoverish young people. And we are also against a tax that at the end of the day, young people do not see a direct link between the tax and the development. We are against a tax that will end up in the pockets of government officials. We are against a tax that will end up in the bedrooms of public officials. That is what we are fighting. If this government is able to just cut corruption feeling and wasted, they will not have to tax young people. Right. That is our hue and cry. I, I appreciate your time this afternoon. That's Osman Ayaga. He's Deputy National Youth Organizer of the NDC. There's more on this online. Get onto myjoyonline.com. You see um, a piece by Raymond Aqua examining Ghana's betting tax, a critical evaluation in a global context. Meanwhile, the GRA is justifying the introduction of this tax. It explains that withholding tax will be charged on profits accrued after each win and the existing 15% value-added tax rate on each stake will no longer be applied. Thomas Agoso is project manager at GRA. But this, this I think, is a, a good tax because it's, it's actually coming to replace an existing VAT that was already originally charged on the stake by the players. This is a reduced um, rate and it's a tax on the win. You're only paying this when you win compared to being charged a VAT. So what I'm saying is that so, there was a VAT mm-hmm. that the government had replaced with the withholding tax because of some practical uh, challenges in the implementation of VAT in the gaming sector. Thomas Agoso is project manager at the GRA. You're listening to the Midday News. Away from that story, a 17-year-old Washington Bay attendant has died, allegedly from injuries sustained from beatings by policemen in Mamaso, a community in the New Ebrim district of the Eastern Region. According to his family, Samuel Boating was rushed to the hospital days after the assault vomiting blood. The family claims that deceased told his sister that two policemen assaulted him when he refused to wash their vehicle because they don't usually pay for it. Before we hear from his family members who insist the police must be dealt with, here is a co-worker narrating what he witnessed. I police for 
I was the one assigned to watch the police car when they came. Kwasi came over to help me, so he picked up the water hose to wash the carpet, and some of the water splashed on the police officer. He got upset, complaining to my master, so my master was apologizing on his behalf. But he kicked Kwasi, and he fell on the ground. This is what I saw. Now that's a co-worker narrating what he witnessed, the deceased grieving father and sister explain how they learned about the incident. I was told that a policeman assaulted my son, who later died from his injuries. The police has to produce the officer who committed that crime. Whatever I will do to get justice for my son, I will do it. I will hold them and their families before the devil. He told me that policemen beat him at his workplace. According to him, he decided not to wash their car because they never pay. And that's what angered them, and they beat him. That was what he told me yesterday morning. Let's now hear from an uncle of the deceased, Nana Kolo, who says getting the police to investigate this matter has been difficult. Um, we are here to see the police commander again. He said we have to send the body to police hospital for post-mortem and etc. And I questioned the police officer. One thing that I know for sure, if something happened in area and names were mentioned, the police go for everyone that their name have been mentioned. But as of now, you have not called your guys. And even the, 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 the washing base owner, you have not questioned him, you have not arrested I made official complaint to arrest that guy, including those who work under him. Nothing has been done. So that's Nana Kolo, an uncle of the deceased. We here at Joinies have been trying to reach the police for a comment on the matter, but uh, we've not been able to get any info as it now. We would give you all the details when the police is willing uh, to communicate with us. In another incident in Jakobu, in the Ashanti region, the police is alleged to have shot and killed two suspects attempting to escape lawful custody. The two were being held for unlawful possession of weapons, but families uh, of the deceased have refuted these claims and they you know, that the suspects attempted to break jail. Nanay Aljima has more in the following report. Police, acting on intelligence, arrested two, Ajiman and Amwate, for their alleged involvement in armed robbery. According to the police, three unspent cartridges were found on one of the suspects, Amwate, after a thorough search. Three guns were subsequently retrieved from the suspects together with boxes of unspent cartridges. Sources within the police allege the two suspects who had joined the police team for a search of their rooms attempted to escape, forcing the police to shoot them. The family of one of the suspects, Amwating, 
has dispelled the story of the police insisting the two were deliberately killed. Abu Riga is brother. Why do you arrest a suspect and take him back to a different location and kill him? It doesn't happen. The police later conveyed their bodies to the morgue. With that report, you're listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, persons in communities affected by floods in the Northeast region will have to wait a little longer for relief. This is despite the urgent help they need days after their homes and property were destroyed by floods over the weekend. As of this morning, five persons have been reported dead. The fifth was found washed ashore in the Nalerugu Dam. Earlier, NADMO coordinator in the region, Kweku Al-Hassan, confirmed that more dead bodies have been found. Some uh, victims have also told Joy News, or survivors rather, have told Joy News they are struggling to live following the devastation. One of them says he is um, being accommodated in a primary school near Yakazia community. What you see us wearing is all that is left. We had to carry on children on trees to escape the floods. My daughter had a new baby. Both of them were saved by the tree. We have lost our houses, cooking utensils and everything. Meanwhile, the regional minister, Yidana Zakaria, who is leading efforts to get help for these uh, persons, says he's distraught by the level of destruction. It's quite a disturbing situation. It's the more reason why we have stayed longer in this community, trying to see if we can find an alternative place for the victims, the flood victims, to move in so that they can free space for the school to continue tomorrow. Again, you ask what that. Many farms have been washed away. This we saw. And I'm telling you, the dry season, there will be hunger. That is a warning situation. That's Northeast Regional Minister Yidana Zakaria. Let's now get on the ground, speak to our correspondent Ilias Tanku. He's a tanko. He's with the team traveling to Tripani for assessment. Ilyasu, has the team been able to reach some of the uh, hitherto inaccessible areas? Yes, uh, the NADMO is uh, actually um, collaborating with their local volunteers in places where they are not able to access for now. And according to them, they are receiving information and know or have an idea what is happening in these cut of communities. Uh, like you said, the Minister is currently in the Northeast. Hello, Ilyasu. Too bad. We are losing Ilyasu because he's on the move and uh, he definitely will finish us with all the details once he arrives uh, at a place with a better connection. This is the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Bernice Abubeidulansa. Just gone by, NPP flag bearer aspirant Dr. Owusu Akutoefriye alleges a grant scheme by government denying payments to contractors perceived to be supporting others rather than the establishment candidate in the party's congress still to come growing opposition to a possible deployment of ghana's military to restore constitutional rule in niger as the christian council becomes the latest group to kick against the idea urgent talks christians or followers of christ generally are pacifists we will do everything to be non-violent so uh going to any kind of war should be the very very last resort
imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop self inside your tank. Hey. Hadia, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor get water with water tank. Water, water tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Masi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pepepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotok. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source, clean fuel in full quantity. Thanks for staying on the Midday News, brought to you by Petrosol and Duraplast Ghana Limited. Up next is Sport and Daniel has the latest. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Benis. Let's go straight into the stories. And board chairman of Accra has to folk Togbe Afede the 14th has confirmed the club's plans to construct a 25,000 capacity stadium. The Phobians are fast making progress in developing their own infrastructure and are close to completing the Pobiman complex, which has player hostels and training facilities included. According to the board chairman, constructing a stadium is a next target. After the Pokemon is done, the only thing we don't have or we don't have is a big stadium. Cap requires minimum 25,000 capacity stadium. So that is, after all this, that is the next thing we have to, 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 to do. And I'm sure that the board, as visionary and future-oriented as it is, has always started looking for land for that stadium. You know, so we are ticking all the boxes. But it's not easy. Board chairman of Accra Hearts of Folk, Toby Afede, the 14th. England will play in the first or their first ever FIFA Women's World Cup final after they beat host Australia 3-1 in the semi-final earlier today. Goals from Ella Toon, Lauren Hemp and Alessia Russo overcame Sam Kerr's wonder strike, giving the Lionesses a chance to become just the second side ever to hold both the World Cup and European Championship trophies. England will face Spain in Sunday's final, while Australia will have to settle for the third-place playoff against Sweden on Saturday. That's all for sports. Back to you, Benny. Thank you. That's Daniel Cranting. And there's growing opposition to the deployment of Ghanaian military to Niger to restore constitutional order after the junta refused to reinstate deposed President Mohamed Bazoum. The Ghana Christian Council has become the latest organization to kick against the move after the Presbyterian Church of Ghana did same. This opposition is mounting ahead of a crucial ECOWAS Committee of Chiefs of Defense staff meeting in Accra to deliberate on a possible invasion of Niger. General Secretary of the Christian Council
Council, Reverend Cyril Fiosi, tells Joy News as Christians they would prefer dialogue to war. Christians or followers of Christ generally are pacifists. We will do everything to be non-violent. So uh, going to any kind of war should be the very, very last resort. So um, I would say that we should explore all the other possibilities. Let's explore diplomacy. Let's explore um, all other means to bring about uh, a peaceful transition. Reverend Cyril Fiosi is General Secretary of the Christian Council of Ghana. Meanwhile, the minority in parliament, which has been demanding that any decision to deploy Ghanaian troops must be subject to parliamentary ratification, insists a military intervention is not the way to go. Ranking member on the Defense and Interior Committee, James Agalga, is advising government to urge ECOWAS to resolve the current crisis through diplomatic means. Our stance in the minority hasn't changed. We are firmly of the view that the Niger crisis ought to be resolved through diplomatic uh, means. Through diplomatic means. We are convinced in our minds that we haven't exhausted the diplomatic option and therefore should not start a war in Niger. Also, former Nigerian President General Olusha Gunobasanjo says bad leadership and governance has failed the continent. He believes this is to be blamed for Africa's problems, including the recent coups. We are in bad shape. We are in bad situation because leadership and governance in our different countries, in our sub-region and indeed in our region of Africa has not been what it should be. Go and blame, if you like, the colonial power. Go and blame, if you like, slave trade. But those who brought those things on us knew what they were doing. It was for their own economic interest. And we are dominated by Boko Haram, an insurgent group. General Olusegun Gunobasanjo is former president of Nigeria. And before I go, it's official. Joy FM, Joy Prime and other multimedia group platforms are media partners for the biggest street carnival in Ghana. Chalewate Festival organizers have signed an MOU with us to bring you the very best and push unique Ghanaian African culture and heritage through art, music, food, dance and many more. Joy Prime's Joan Nyami has more. It's a colorful festival of sights and scenes. This year, the organizers of the Chalwate Festival have partnered with Joy Prime, Joy News, Joy 99.7 FM and Hits 103.9 FM to promote the development of an independent creative arts economy while achieving the mission to sell and promote Ghana. At Multimedia Group, we are very uh, excited about this, knowing that we are able to even promote this event. It's something that we are going to back with all our platforms and ensure that it becomes a big success. A member of the organizing team, Annie Osabote, is confident of the multimedia group's ability to use its platform to influence the appreciation of Guinean art. I believe that uh, this partnership is going to further enhance that, give us also the leverage to be able to see how we continue to channel good content, amazing works, and also to influence and impact 